0: Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Hoopla with Sean and Sean podcast. I'm your host, Sean C. Taylor. And I'm your host, Sean B. Taylor, coming to you with episode 28, Battle of the Beaches. Yeah. So the die is cast. The tables are set. Use any metaphor that you want to mm-hmm. or any any old saying that we have no idea where it comes from that you want to. Miami versus LA, the Lakers that is mm-hmm. in the 2020 Finals. Yeah, in the bubble. I already know. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Sean's mm-hmm. got his LeBron jersey ready. His mm-hmm. LeBron shoes ready. He thinks that this is the year that LeBron's gonna go back onto the mountaintop. Yeah. Sorry, I'm talking like that. Sorry, that was my um. My, like, get hype preview voice.
1: Yeah, spe- speaking of talking, uh, if you kind of hear me struggling to get some words together, I kind of took an L. Yeah. Yeah,
0: h- hit my face. <laughs> got tripped up yesterday. Yeah. Like you said, took a little L, but that's okay. You got to power through, right? Mm-hmm. That's what committed professionals do. Yeah, yeah. A little, little busting and swollen, but <laughs> I- I'll get through it. He's going to get through it. Good thing it's an audio podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So uh, let's jump right into it, man. Miami, the Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers in the craziest matchup and craziest scenario that I can remember, given COVID and the bubble and everything. But then also, you know, L.A., were were, they were favorites, the Lakers. We expected them to be here, Mm -hmm. right? Them or the Clippers. Mm -hmm. But the Heat... Sean, I picked them to lose in the first round, man. I'm not going to even lie. And it, Well, I forgot that Sabonis wasn't playing for Indiana. Um, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have picked them. Mm-hmm. But still, I did not see this coming. Did you see this coming at all?
1: No. Um, so, even going into the series with the Heat and the Bucks, I thought that the Heat could have a chance because, you know, Orlando didn't look terrible right. like as I thought they would against the... The Bucks. I really thought Giannis was just going to go out there and dominate. Uh-huh. And he did put up really good numbers. Right. But, you know, losing game one, I feel like it should have been a sweep. Yeah.
0: Um. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. So, I thought that he had, a like, a maybe shot at winning in,
0: like, seven. At beating the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. But then... And I do remember you saying that. Yeah.
1: I think it was either after game one or, like, midway through game two. I was like, the the Heat are guaranteed
0: and definitely going to beat the Bucks. You did say that, and I s- was like, you're crazy in six games. <laughs> you did say that, and I was like, Sean, it's no way. Like Giannis is gonna turn up. He's gonna like he's gonna turn into the Greek freak for real and like punish these dudes. Mm-hmm. And, and you were right. Miami got him up there. Yeah, in in five. In so, five, yeah. So I was incorrect, but <laughs> you know it
1: was worse for the Bucks. Right. So, I mean that that's i that's obviously crazy. Once once he loses to the five seed, right? I haven't really seen anything like that. Uh-huh. I I think that one year the the Mavericks maybe the second seed. Uh huh. And um, they lost
0: like the seventh seed. I mean, the Mavericks lost to uh, eight. They were a one seed, and they lost to an AC before. Oh. When they lost to Golden State and Baron Davis and Steven Jackson, those boys, Matt Barnes and them. I'm um, pretty sure they were the one seed that year. I'm almost positive. We'll have to look it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then there was one where, you know, the Kevin Sambo would beat uh, the one seed. Right, I against
0: the Supersonics.
1: It, yeah, the Supersonics, they were looking really good. But, you, you know, it's just like, I mean, you have the MVP, right? Back to back MVP, yeah, back to back MVP, along with the Defensive Player of the Year, right? Unrighteously,
0: oh man, shots fired. Yeah, I mean, it was just clear who really was. Yeah. Um, well, was it clear? Because at first we said Anthony Davis, right? Yeah. But since since then, bam, you know yeah. Uh, can I, he, can he no. contest for that? No, no, uh, n- still AD. N- not
1: not for the block. I mean, like the block. <laughs> The block was crazy, but you're talking. Hold me- on, we're
0: gonna get into that. We're gonna get into the block. Okay. <laughs> all,
1: all right. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, just the the blocks had the back to back MVP Defensive Player of the Year, the best record in the league, best record in the whole league, beating the Lakers, the Clippers, everybody. Right. I said coming into the season, I thought Giannis was gonna win back to back MVPs. Yeah. Uh you did. Yeah, my dad did not really believe me. I was like, the team hasn't really changed. Right. Um. But I still think it was, it was gonna be honest. But it it kind of hurt because of how close it was and LeBron. But you know, just still, it's just it was very inexcusable to lose that way. Right. And to the heat. yeah, to the Heat. And uh, I forget if Boonholzer is out as a coach or not. Uh no, I haven't no. heard that. No, nah, he's not out. No. Uh <laughs> yeah, we don't know, we don't know because you know we saw what happened. We'll get into that later, like we said. <laughs> but, you know, it's just really inexcusable. You know, Giannis, he's got to play better. Yeah. Uh, You got to be the leader. You've been leading your team throughout the whole regular season. Yeah. He just seems like really a regular season type of guy, though. Yeah. So, well, um... like
0: we always talk about, in the regular season, a lot of those games are going through the motions. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the playoffs, you're seeing a team over and over and over again, the intensity yeah. level is higher, And you have the opportunity to really scrutinize players' games Mm -hmm. and to just exploit deficiencies. Mm -hmm. And Giannis, for as effective or impactful of a player as he is in the regular season, he has Mm -hmm. a lot of deficiencies in his game. He's a very incomplete player. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I wish Giannis was listening to this podcast because someone in your circle needs to tell you that. No disrespect to him, but it's like, bro, there are a lot of things that he has to improve on. Yeah. And it's scary to think that if he improved just one of those facets of his game, I mean, good gracious, he would be like a super saiyan, man. it would be over. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the heat, because it's not just an indictment on Giannis. Yeah. And they I lost, mean, right?
1: Yeah, and, it, you know... Props to them, right? Be beating all those teams. The
0: well, who the, they be next? You got to talk about who they be next.
1: The, I mean, you know, beating all those teams, the Bucks, then the Celtics, who right. I thought were going to go to the finals and go to seven with the Lakers. That's but, what I had picked. Yeah, but That's it's like who, I
0: mean, who I had picked? I had Lakers and Celtics. Yeah, and the Heat were like, nah.
1: Yeah, they were like, nah. Well, really, the Celtics
0: are kind of like to nah, themselves. But uh, we're yeah. not. We're not ready. They did show that they weren't ready, but again. It's not just an indictment on the other team. You got to give the Heat a lot of credit. Yeah,
1: you do. You know, Tyler Hero coming out in, I think it was maybe game five with 37.
0: 37. No, it was game four. Because Boston won game five. Boston won game five, yeah. And then they lost in six. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, game four, you know, 37, putting them up 3-1. Yeah. I mean, he went out there and hooped on all three levels, like, he hit the three, hit the pull up. He went to the rim. He was getting free throw like Tyler Hero. He stepped up in a major way.
1: Yeah, he really did. You know, it was it was definitely really big for the Heat. They definitely you know needed that to win that game. So the Celtics didn't tie up the series. Yeah, and they would and they would win the next game too. The Celtics. Right. So you know they could have been down three two right there. Yeah. So you really think about that? I mean,
0: yeah. And I mean they could have been down. So. Kind of the, let's go back to the block that you referenced earlier with Bam, right? Mm-hmm. Bam out of bio had one of the best blocks I've ever seen in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Game one. yeah. Score is is super cool. I can't remember the score off the top of my head. Yeah. But Jason Tatum makes a nice move on Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I immediately jump up like, oh, he's about to crush the rim, mm-hmm. right? He takes off, pulls the ball back. Opens all the way up and bam! Out of bio is like no soup for you. Yeah. I'm talking about times it perfectly, no body to body, no contact or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just straight times the ball. Mm-hmm. Wrist bends in like an awkward way, almost into the rim, yeah. and comes up with a major block. Yeah, major block. And Magic Johnson said that was the best block he's ever seen on Twitter. Right? Yeah. We debated that. I think both of us agreed that the LeBron block. was was better because of the situation, Mm -hmm. game seven in the finals. Yeah, um, And that was also an incredible block. But that was, I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Those are the type of plays that not only are they like historic moments, but they just galvanize your team. Mm -hmm. Because you see something like that, you're like, man, I got to do my job.
1: Yeah, I think the score was 115 to 114. Okay, who was up? uh, The Heat. Okay. Ben ended up knocking down both free throws. Tatum almost made a fading three. That was oh. that was tough. He like picked, he picked up the ball, and he was fading that. Oh, right. Yeah, if he would have made that. It, and it was right there, too.
0: That's a good point. That's a good memory, Sean. Yeah, thank you. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, phenomenal block. Yeah. And I think that really, I don't want to say that put the heat on the map because they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, they're NBA players, right? Mm-hmm. But it, I think it really made people take notice. Yeah. That block, that win, mm-hmm. right, to say, they were like, we're we're a really good team, and they are. They're a really good team. They said they've known that for the whole season. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think... mean, Jimmy Butler said this team can win a title this year, yeah. and I laughed. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, there's no way. And now, I mean, they're four games away from a, a potential title.
1: Yeah, I mean, even though you know we're not to get into that in a second because you've been saying some stuff.
0: I have been saying some stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, I've been wrong before though. Um, but they could bring the title back to South Beach, right? Yeah. I think L.A. and Manhattan Beach has got something to say about that, right? Because mm-hmm. um, they had a dominant run on their side, right? Yeah. So, r- real quick, though, the Heat are coming into the finals 12-3 and 3 in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Cause so, they, as they the swept, Lakers are. R- I was about to say that. They swept uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. They beat Milwaukee in five. Mm -hmm. They beat Boston at six. They've only lost three games. Now the West, though, the Lakers—they are, like you said, coming in twelve and three, and they look mean, man.
1: Yeah, I mean the teams we had to go through and just like kind of like almost sweep. Yeah, yeah, like Portland was hot for a second. We weren't. We weren't looking too good.
0: Right, Portland's definitely better than Indiana. Yeah, definitely
1: better. Um, then we had to. Go through, you know, the Houston Rockets, right? With their small ball lineup in their defense, right? You know that could be it. It's Miami Heat. You put them in that series. Yeah. I don't know. Even the the Portland series would be tough for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, Houston's tough. They're yeah. better than
1: Milwaukee. Houston's tough. <laughs> yeah, and if they somehow make it, manage to get past both those teams, I don't, I don't really see them beating Denver.
0: Right, but let let's stop there for a second. Yeah. The Lakers played the Nuggets in the Western Conference Final. So as much as I did not see the Heat making it to the NBA Finals, I did not see the Nuggets making it to the Western Conference Final. And and to take it a step further, I did not see the Clippers not making it to the Western (laughs) Conference Finals, right? I for sure thought, it was going to be the Battle of L.A., right? Yeah, I think everyone was like, well, duh. Right, duh. Like, this is obvious. Yeah. And the Nuggets were like, nah. Just like the Heat yeah. did. Yeah, nah. or the
1: Clippers were just like, nah, it's so." <laughs> I mean,
0: it, they they were. Um, but the Nuggets, you got to give them credit. Yeah. Right? Like I was just saying about the Heat, you got to give them credit for going out and winning the games. Yeah. And they put on some brilliant offensive performances And really, in games five through seven, shut the the Clippers down in the second half. Mm. Because the Clippers were up 3-1 and had huge leads in each of the final three games. And the Nuggets were like, nah, we we ain't going nowhere. Matter of fact, we just going to steamroll y'all. Because it's not even like they were coming back. From double-digit leads and then winning by, like, one or two points. Yeah. They were coming back from... They were down double digits and then coming back and winning by double digits. Near, near like, 20 points. Right. Sometimes. Like, yeah. it, it got really ugly. What do you... I mean, what do you think happened with that?
1: Clippers, uh, well, I think one of your friends who said it well, you know, Kawhi got tired. Mm-hmm. Paul George, I mean, he went to an all-time low. Right. It... It's just, you know, they didn't really step up to the challenge and step right. up to the plate. Right. The, the defense was really bad. Yeah. Uh, Doc Rivers, uh, I didn't think the coaching was very good from him. Okay. You know, like you said, he's known as a player's coach. Right. And he's gotten a lot of criticism for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, I don't want to say it's like him being stubborn or anything, mm-hmm. but it's just like. You know, sticking to your ways, really. Right. It just wasn't really the best move at all. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you choked and that was a really big upset.
0: Right. Well, just to point out one particular thing, and obviously we don't want to play uh, couch quarterback, as we like to joke, right? Because, you know, Dot Rivers is a millionaire, professional championship coach, right? Yeah. But it's like one very simple thing, which the Lakers ended up doing to Jamal Murray in the towards the end of their series in the last couple of games they were just letting letting Jokic hand the ball off to him or whoever handed the ball off to him and letting him turn the corner or play one-on-one. Or mm-hmm. they were, uh, on the screen and roll action, they were just hedging the big man out. And I'm sitting there yelling the whole time, trap him. You have to get the ball out of his hands. Yeah. Right, because this guy—I mean, Jamal Murray was on a tear. He put the whole league on notice. Yeah, it's
1: it's like a, a Harden thing. Like you got Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's exactly. almost like a Harden type thing. Yeah, except you know, it's not like a bunch of free throws. So that's right. more lethal.
0: Yeah, I mean, Murray can score really score from all three levels. James Harden cannot. He doesn't score from the mid range. Yeah, he scores does. from the three and from the basket. Whereas Murray was scoring three basket mid range. I mean. He even hit, like, a left-hand pull-up. Like, this guy went unconscious for a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, he's in a floater. He's got really good footwork. Yeah, Harden, you know, he hits floaters sometimes, got good touch. It's just, you know, does not have good footwork. Right. Settle for the floaters. Sometimes (laughs) gets stopped in the air. Yeah.
0: Shout-out to Uncle Trey, who uh, Harden is his favorite player, right? (laughs) Um, And shout-out to James Harden because he's a great player. Yeah. Not, not you know, trying to knock him. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, wait. You
1: remember when um Eric Gordon was trying to say that they they could come back three one oh against right. the Lakers and like why not us? Right.
0: I do remember that. Why are you taking shots at Eric Gord? Uh, be,
1: no, you took shots at him. <laughs> know, but why putting said, it out there, though? <laughs> because uh, I
0: said, we don't believe you. You need more people. He didn't sound believable when he said that. Like, yeah. he did not sound confident at all. We just laughed about that. No no disrespect to him, but it was like, yeah, this is over. Yeah. That was in the Lakers series, you mean. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to the, the Clippers. I agree with you 100%. I think Kawhi and Paul George simply did not step up to the plate, as did their whole team, because it's not just a two-person team. Um, And I said all season, even though I expected the Clippers and Lakers to be in the Western Conference Finals and for one of those teams to eventually win the NBA title, Uh the Clippers did not scare or impress me all season. Like, Mm -hmm. they never looked great to me. They looked disjointed defensively some of the rotations just weren't there mm-hmm. um they didn't take a lot of charges mm-hmm. uh which was surprising to me because i thought given their 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 defensive prowess that they would be rotating and and closing down lanes and when you don't take charges or if you unless you have a great shot blocker then you're opening up the lane yeah right you're never re- you're never totally closing it down nba players are too good to not take charges, and again, unless you have a just phenomenal shot blocker, yeah. which they don't, you know, Zubas is not a great shot blocker. Montrez Harrell, he's an undersized big; he's not a great shot blocker either. Yeah, shout out uh, to him. You know, yeah. Michael Porter Jr. You said Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Because he hammered on him. Oh, he did That's right. You're taking big shots today. Yeah, <laughs> big shots. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so the Clippers again didn't step up to the plate, and here you go. You've got Mr. LeBron James again. In mm-hmm. the Western Conference Finals, people saying, myself included, you got to be careful with Denver because they've proven that they belong to be here. Mm-hmm. Murray's phenomenal. Jokic is phenomenal. Uh, Jeremy Grant, shout out to the DMV guys, uh, played really well. Mm-hmm. And LeBron was like, nah. That's mm-hmm. a constant theme this, this episode. He was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm still that guy. Everyone else is falling back, you know, whether it be Giannis or Kawhi, guys that are supposedly supposedly challenging me for the best player in the league type thing. Yeah. But they're gone in the second round, both of them, and mm-hmm. I'm still here.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he played great. Uh, I mean, the first couple of games, he didn't play great, great compared, in comparison to his standards. Mm-hmm. But in game five... Yeah. He just yeah, he went like, crazy. Yeah. What went, was the stat line again?
1: It was like thirty he I know he had thirty
0: eight like sixteen and fourth. Yeah, thirty-eight, like sixteen rebounds, ten assists, something like that though? Probably. God. And I'm not I'm never the one to say, oh, it's just about numbers, stats, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was like a ferocious Yeah. I'm that dude, thirty eight, sixteen, and ten.
1: Yeah, and, and take this to notice, LeBron is now three playoff triple doubles away from tying the all-time leader
0: from Magic Johnson for playoff triple-doubles. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, shout-out to LeBron for that, but also shout-out to Magic. Yeah, Because He didn't even play that long. To, so to get 30 playoff triple-doubles is just, wow. Mm-hmm. That dude is also incredible.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And so now the table is set. We're going back to that, right? The table is set. Yeah. Lakers versus Heat. Mm-hmm. Final start in just about 24 hours, right? Yeah. Um. It's exciting. And it, it's very exciting. And... Just a quick sidebar. I was watching First Take the yesterday, and Stephen A. Smith was saying how, like, frustrated he was by this moment because mm-hmm. this is the finals he had been wanting forever. He's been covering the NBA for like twenty five years, mm-hmm. and obviously you get to be in Miami for a couple of games. You get to be in LA for a couple of games, so that's mm-hmm. a great setup. But mm-hmm. because of COVID nineteen, everything is just in the bubble. Yeah. Right. Um. So I thought that that was kind of funny for him to bring that up. Yeah. I mean, you could stay on. You know. You know, Orlando, it's not bad. Yeah, but it ain't going from Miami to L.A. And no fans and all that. It's like, nah, it's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Quick point about you saying you can stay in Orlando. In order to be there at the games, you obviously have to stay in the bubble, right? Mm -hmm. Some folks before the playoffs started were saying, oh, whoever wins the title this year is going to be an asterisk next to it because it's not a real season, whatever that means, right? Mm -hmm. But I think this, like winning this championship is almost harder than any other championship. Because, yeah, you don't have to travel and stuff, right? So your body mm-hmm. can recuperate a little quicker. But to be isolated from your family and not have fans, mm-hmm. I mean, you're just out there hooping. Like a number of players, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, uh, I think Carmelo Anthony said, you're just hooping. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's tough to it's, do that. It's like a really long camp. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like when L.A. knocked Denver out, um, the Lakers knocked Denver out, the other day, they were saying that that was like Denver's 68th day in the bubble. No,
1: it was like 83rd. Was it 83rd? Yeah, like somewhere around 80-something. Nah. I'm telling you, it was like 80-something.
0: Yo, like that's almost three months. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm not of that that you know camp that says an asterisk next to it in a bad way. I think it's actually an asterisk next to the championship in a good way. Yeah. Right? What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's it's good and bad because mm-hmm. it's just you know you would like to win it with all the fans you know like right. the way it's always been done. But it's like because you could say like if, if that break never happened, then you know do we see Jamal Murray go off the way he did? Do we see the never Nuggets right. explode, come right. out from two three one deficits? Do we see the Clippers not making the Western Conference Finals? Right. Do we see Giannis getting knocked out in the second round? Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, those are a lot of ifs. But on the flip side, um, does L.A. have, uh, what's your boy, the guard that plays great D, Avery Bradley, mm-hmm. right? Does Do the Lakers have him? Does mm-hmm. Denver have Will Barton, yeah. right, who's a very good player who really could have helped him? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of ifs. I'm just saying as far as the difficulty level, mm-hmm. from a mental standpoint, I can't even imagine being away from you and your brother and your sister and your mom for two and a half, three months like that. Not mm-hmm. at this age. When I was young, you know, obviously it's a little easier. But as you get older, you're like, man, you know, I really, really want to be around my family. Yeah. Um. But anyways, Lakers are heavy favorites, right? Vegas has got them like plus three sixty or minus three. I don't know how that goes. I'm terrible at betting. That's why I don't gamble. Mm-hmm. Um. But they're favored by like three hundred and sixty points or something like that. Dang. Um. And then everyone I've spoken to have said, has said Miami has no shot. Mm-hmm. I also believe Miami has no shot. I like the way that they play. I like the the tenacity that they play with. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way that they share the ball. I like the way that they actually seem to to like play for one another. Mm-hmm. But hard work only takes you so far, mm-hmm. like I was telling you the other day. Because the Lakers are going to play harder too. Mm-hmm. They're going to play very hard, right? Mm-hmm. And they have multiple champions on that team. And LeBron and Rajon Rondo, mm-hmm. who I feel like are going to lead the way. And mm-hmm. they have two of the top five players in the league, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a sweep. Five games at most. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to take around, you know, five games probably at most. Um, Maybe, you know, there was Hakeem and Shaq battle, like the center's back in, the, back in like, the 90s, right. and Hakeem just, you know, got Shaq up out of there. Not right. saying that, you know, LeBron and Jimmy Butler, that matchup, was, like, that same matchup, because, no, Shaq no. was a better player. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, kind of like that. Okay, a, I kind A, kinda a little similar to that, so, you know, I think... People are going to think Miami's going to have a shot. Like, some people, because I see some people on, like, YouTube saying, like, oh, here's the key, or this player is going to help Miami, you know, win the title right. Right, against the Lakers. And I'm like, yeah, nah, dude, and, you know, LeBron is going to get up out of there. Right. Along with AD, Dwight Howard. Yeah. So, you said yeah. five games? Nah, I think I'm going to go with, like, I, th- I think I'm going to go with four, yeah. five at max.
0: Yeah, I I'm I'm going to go with four. I'm going to go with a sweep. And again, that's no disrespect to Miami. Um, they play really, really hard. And they have a championship culture mm-hmm. in Miami. And some could argue, some people have argued that if not for, not for Pat Riley, LeBron James never would have won championships, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a hypothetical, and I think he eventually would have figured it out. Yeah. But I think the point that those folks are making is that LeBron James went to Miami to learn how to win championships yeah. because Pat Riley... You know, people talk about LeBron used to play for Miami. Now he's playing for L.A., LA, so it's, you know, like a a past versus present type thing. Pat Riley used to be the coach of the Lakers, and he won multiple championships with them. Mm -hmm. And now he has, you know, built a a great organization down in Miami, um, and they know how to win. Mm -hmm. And so LeBron obviously went down there and got a couple championships and I think learned uh, championship medal, so to speak, Mm -hmm. right? and a championship approach. Yeah. And so I think Miami's gonna bring it every single night. I just don't think that they're gonna have enough bullets in the chamber to, to really battle with them.
1: Yeah, even in the um regular season games that they put against the Lakers, they just seem like, you know, the it's just like this team like clearly just cannot beat the Lakers. Right. Like it's just not gonna happen. Like if you if the Heat play the Lakers ten times, the Lakers are probably gonna win nine Ten out of those 10 times, right, and if the, he managed to win one game, it like it it will really be like a battle right or you know, maybe the Lakers have like a player
0: injured right so now I get what you're saying? Yeah, so I mean, are there any you you said something about people on YouTube uh, mentioning keys to Miami winning, right? Mm-hmm. even though I don't think Miami can win the series and I really don't think they can win a game? Mm-hmm. I do think there are some things they can focus on to give themselves a chance, and mm-hmm. some things that they will focus on. Because, and, and real quick, just to backtrack momentarily, Eric Spolstra is a fantastic coach, mm-hmm. and shout out to you because you called it early. You said Eric Spolstra does not get enough credit for being a great coach. Mm-hmm. He is a phenomenal coach. Yeah, phenomenal coach. He does not get enough credit, and I you know count myself one of those, as one of those people who did not give him enough credit until. This Boston series, mm-hmm. when I saw some of the adjustments he made, um, so shout out to him. Shout out to you for calling that too. Yeah, out um, coaching, and Stevens. He he really did. Yeah. And So again, I think that there's some things Miami will focus on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you saw them play a zone against Boston, which really gave Boston problems, mm-hmm. but not just for the the, not just because Boston. Couldn't score against it or had trouble scoring against it, mm-hmm. but because it baited them into what Miami wanted, mm-hmm. which was long range jump shots. Mm-hmm. I think Miami will try some of that, um, but I also think that the Lakers are not—they're not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. Like they're gonna bust that zone wide open. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think you know LeBron AD is just—you know—they're gonna penetrate the—they're gonna penetrate the paint too much. They're mm-hmm. just gonna ring too much. It's—it's it's gonna be pretty much unstoppable for the Heat. Even though I think Bam, you know, he's a good shot blocker. Mm-hmm. He's proven that pretty much throughout his whole career. That his he, At first, his role was kind of, you know, a shot blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, Before he started getting big minutes and they wanted him to play some more offense, which, you know, he had 32 in the other game. In the closeout game. Yeah, you know, the closeout game.
0: He played great.
1: Yeah. Um. So, I think that Bam will maybe be a, a little bit of a force, but not enough to stop LeBron and mm-hmm. AD. And I do think that Jimmy Butler would definitely be a force on defense as well. Right. But it's like, Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero. Right. D- Duncan Dun- Robinson, <laughs> mo- right. most of all. Right. It It's just, no. Because if LeBron gets a switch on Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero, especially Duncan Robinson, LeBron's just going to make one move and go. Right. I- if any move yeah. is needed. Because, I
0: mean, even if he does kind of get in his way, he'll just body him. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I think, Boston made a huge mistake by shooting all those jump shots, yeah. like you said they didn't get into the paint, right, yeah, but to their defense kinda, Boston did not have the ability to go big against miami,
1: yeah
0: right l a has that luxury, mm-hmm. like I can imagine them going zone or or Miami going zone, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and the Lakers putting lebron k c p kuzma. Mm-hmm. AD and Dwight Howard on the floor and just mm-hmm. saying, we're not shooting jump shots from the outside. Mm-hmm. We're going to penetrate the zone and not just with the, the dribble. You can penetrate The best way to penetrate the zone is with the pass. And you're playing against one of the greatest passes of all times in LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. So you penetrate, you know, try to go high, low, look for gaps, look for the short corner and everything. Mm-hmm. And then shoot shots from 15 and in, and then just say, Hey, go get the rebound, mm-hmm. go get it off the glass. Bam is not that big. He's 6'9", right? Yeah, AD will kind of just crush Bam. Well, I mean, it's not even about him crushing him, because I think, I know Bam is going to compete, and he's a big, strong guy, right? Mm-hmm. But Bam can't keep everybody off the glass.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, Bam alone can't really
0: keep Dwight Howard off the glass. That's what I'm saying. Like, Dwight Howard was giving Jokic a lot of problems yeah. on the offensive glass, and, and Jokic is huge. Yeah,
1: Jokic is even bigger. He's one of the more huge more huge like NBA players. Right. You know, him... Uh, Vucevic, right. Lopez, right. Lopez yeah, those dudes, those are one of the, the giants.
0: Absolutely. So you put Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee on the court, right? And so you have one of those bigs, AD, and LeBron all crashing the glass at the same time. I mean, the Lakers could tell KCP get back or or uh, Kuzma get back or both of them get back, right? Mm, Kuz, Kuz is a good
1: rebounder himself.
0: He He's could, but, but what I'm saying is... If you're worried about Miami potentially getting out on the break because they're a little bit quicker, which I don't think they're quicker, but maybe against that lineup they might be a little bit quicker, mm-hmm. you can put two people back and send three of those bigs. And, and at that point, LeBron James becomes a big because he's almost the same size as Bam, right? Mm-hmm. To the glass, that's going to wear you down. Mm-hmm. And Miami does not have a lot of depth in their front court, right? Who are they mm-hmm. going to bring in, like Kelly Olynyk? I mean, he's a good player, but...
1: You're really gonna try and have him get rebounds against AD.
0: That's what I'm saying. So I just I think that that's gonna to cause some problems for Miami, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one thing I will say, if I'm Miami, and I thought Denver did not do a good job of this at all, you have to prevent or try to prevent LeBron James from getting downhill, mm-hmm. because once he does that, he's as unstoppable as anybody I've ever seen in the league. Right, mm-hmm. and so. I'm sitting there. We, we were watching the game, and I'm sitting there yelling at Jeremy Grant. As soon as the, the the shot or the ball is inbounded or Denver misses and L.A. secures a rebound, go find LeBron. Mm-hmm. Go pick him up. Try to wear him down. Mm-hmm. Because if you let him bring that ball over half court and get into that pick and roll, once he turns the corner again, it's over. Mm-hmm. right? So I do think that Miami, it would be in their best interest to have a Jay Crowder or Jimmy Butler Um even a Derrick Jones Jr., someone that, I mean, soon as the Lakers get the ball, their n- number one focus, priority, whatever you want to call it, is to pick LeBron James up full court yeah. and make him turn or try to wear him out. What do you think? Do you think that that strategy has any chance of working? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Okay. yeah. The way you're looking at me, you're looking like, nah, LeBron's going to figure that out. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, I think, I mean, LeBron's pretty much like against anyone in this league is going to figure something out. He is. Like, he like he's eventually going to figure something out.
0: His IQ is high.
1: Yeah, his IQ is just too high for you to just completely shut him down right. at this point. um, So, I think that it will work for the most part of the series, mm-hmm. but, you know, not enough to really win. And I think, honestly, the Heat do a good job of not really letting LeBron get into the paint too much. Right. There was one game where LeBron had, like, nine turnovers. Right. Um, But that's the thing. Like... LeBron can have nine turnovers, and the Lakers are still going to win.
0: Right. Well, he averaged a lot of turnovers in the Western Conference Finals. I know through the first three games, he was averaging five or six turnovers. I think five turnovers. Yeah. He had but, three turnovers game one, and then six in game two and three.
1: Yeah, but that's, just, that's the thing I'm saying. Like, then they can still go ahead and win, right. you know, two out of those three games. Right. Good point. You know, almost win game three as well. know, right. uh, Almost had a big comeback. So, I mean, like, the Lakers... I uh, like the Heat have definitely not gone against you know a a full determined you know a hundred percent Lakers. So right. if they if they do that from the start, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. It, it definitely, I I think it will be a least like you know for sure. Yeah, if they do that,
0: I mean, yeah, and just to kind of extend that point out, I think that if I'm Eric Spoelstra, I would try my best. My very best, it may not work, but I would try my best to take LeBron James away. Right? Yeah. That that would be my my best I, I would try to do that. Because yeah. not only is he, he the best player on the Lakers and eight some might argue A D, but I still say LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. He makes everything go. He's the engine as well, mm-hmm. right? Um Between him and Rondo, they just make so many plays that make people better, right? Ron's going to be
1: a really big key. He
0: he is. is. I think Rondo's going to be a huge key. But what I'm saying is, if they want to dump the ball down to Anthony Davis and let him shoot 25, 30 times, I would rather that... I'd rather Anthony Davis get 50 or even 60, if I'm being honest, than him and LeBron combine for 50 or 60. If that makes sense, fifty or sixty? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather see if he can do it. I want to see if Anthony oh. Davis can get fifty. Oh, right, oh,
1: oh, oh, I thought you was like they both get fifty or sixty. Oh no, no, no! no. I no. was <laughs> like, that's no. that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> that is
0: ridiculous. That's NBA two K. But yeah. what I'm saying is, let AD be your primary score, right? Yeah, what you can do. I mean, I think he can do that. But the thing is, in in what's funny is historically I've said take everybody else away and make LeBron beat you, right? Mm -hmm. Because LeBron is not necessarily a 50, 60-point type of guy. He's done that before, but he prefers to mix it up a little bit more, right? But what I'm saying is with this Lakers team, he does so much, Mm -hmm. right, that if you let him get in a rhythm, I think everybody gets into a rhythm Mm -hmm. because he's in a rhythm and then he sets the table for everybody else. Whereas if AD is in a rhythm... He's not really making a lot of plays, not on the offensive end. He makes a lot of plays defensively, and he covers up a lot of his teammates' mistakes on defense, right? But he is the type where if he's scoring, he's not facilitating and creating for other people, Mm -hmm. right? I I think Miami could live with that. If I'm a coach, I can live with that. But if you got LeBron having—basically what I'm saying is if LeBron's got 30, he's also probably going to have 10 to 15 assists. Mm-hmm. And 10 to 15 rebounds. So he's doing everything. Whereas AD has 30, he might have two assists. Yeah. I, and, or 40 points, he might have two assists.
1: Yeah, and AD hasn't been rebounding well.
0: I he think. has not been rebounding well, but right?
1: That's <laughs> the thing. It's like we don't have to rebound well, and we're still going to win against, in my opinion, the second
0: best team in the playoffs this year. Ooh, Denver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Denver, I, I can't really argue that. Um, but yeah, that's just the strategy that I would go for. Now, it may not work, right? AD may get 55 points, and or said, I don't know. But I'm like, you got to try something. You can't just lay down kind of like we were talking about the Clippers kind of just like folded, mm-hmm. or even Boston. Like, they just didn't adjust well, yeah. right? It didn't seem like there was really much of a game plan that they were committed to, yeah. whereas Miami were, was like, we're doing this. Yeah. We're cutting the paint off for for Jason Tatum. Um, we're We're... Not letting Jalen Brown get out and transition like there were some things that looked like they wanted to take away.
1: Yeah, I mean, but another thing is like if AD does have like fifty or sixty, I'm very confident he'll have high rebound numbers, and like um, cra- like crazy amount of block shots. You
0: think so? Because I yeah. haven't seen it. Like when he scored, had these yeah. big scoring outputs, he hasn't had a lot of rebounds, like you said.
1: I mean, there's a game he had like fifty nine and like fifteen.
0: With the Lakers? In like
1: four blocks. No, 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 not with the Lakers. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying with the Pelicans, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now and that was in the regular season. We talking about finals.
1: you want to do that in the playoffs? (laughs) What what do you think Anthony Davis is Michael
0: Jordan? (laughs) But but that's my point. Is like LeBron's going to get his for the most. It's not so much he's going to get his. He's going to impact the game Mm -hmm. in a myriad of ways. That's my point at this age i feel like you can wear him down a little bit mm-hmm. now some might say when after watching game 5 and what he did with that 38 16 and 10 he looked unstoppable right mm-hmm. but there were in games 1 and 2 he didn't look great he didn't yeah. shoot it well um and he didn't have, he had a lot of turnovers right yeah. but he he has shown that he is mortal at least right yeah. so try to wear him down because if you don't i guess what i'm saying is the alternative is you're going to get beat by 15, 20 points every single time.
1: Now, here's the thing I will say, though. LeBron, I think if Eric Spoelstra makes an adjustment, which I th- I I think he will. Right. If it's like 51-49 because like, coaches have not done that with LeBron. Yeah, I think he will because he's done so good this year.
0: And he knows LeBron. He yeah, coached LeBron for yeah, four he, years.
1: He coached LeBron for four years. Uh, Here's the thing, though. LeBron, if he does what he did in Game 5 and literally just, you know, catch the ball, face up, and, you know, just be shooting jumpers all right. the whole time, attacking the paint, and then shooting a jumper, then then the, the, you're going to still get the same
0: outcome. Yeah, you might yeah. be right about that.
1: Yeah, and then he, another thing is, it's like... Where do you want the Heat Heat's offense to really come from? Because we're gonna be rotating on y'all shooters. I
0: agree. Not y'all shooting. This is not my shooters. I'm not a Heat fan. Uh, you said no, y'all shooters? No, no. I'm know, talking about I'm just give me a
1: hard time. I'm, I'm talking about the Heat. <laughs> yeah, but um, like we're gonna be rotating. We're we're not gonna let Tyler Hero score like 20 a game. Like I'm, right. I, I'm sorry, like Tyler Hero's a good player. He's yeah. you know he's got a lot of heart, but it's just like. Come on, we can't let a rookie. Yeah, we're we're not going to do that. Right. Duncan Robinson's gonna be averaging zero.
0: Oh my goodness, zero. <laughs> Dang, can he can't
1: even get like seven? No. Zero? No, he he's not gonna average seven. He he can maybe have like seven in like the closeout game. Right. AKA game four. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so uh I mean it's just like we're not gonna let Duncan Robinson right. act like he's Steph Curry or Clay Thompson right. or some something like that. Right. We're not gonna act like Tyreke Hero is Splash Brother and Steph Curry. Right? N- nah, we're like we're gonna rotate. We've seen the, the Lakers do that throughout the whole playoffs. Uh-huh. Rotating very well. Yeah, Alex Caruso. Yeah, Eric Fogle says he's a secret weapon. Right, because he's you know a, a pest. Right, the bald eagle is that what you call him? Yeah, that's what <laughs> everybody calls him. That's or the man. goat. Um, yeah, so I think that, and Jay Crowder hasn't been shooting well. No, he hasn't. Yeah, and our rim protection is so good, so it's just, like, really, when you really think about it, we have such a complete team. You do. So it's like, I I don't really know how the Heat's gonna really be able to stop us. I don't, I don't know, you just don't, you don't have enough pieces. Right. And y'all, and y'all got some really good pieces, y'all just don't have enough pieces. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I said earlier about not having enough bullets in the chamber. That's probably a better way to say it. How you said it, they don't have enough pieces. They got a lot of heart, Mm -hmm. and even like you said, Tyler Hero's got a lot of heart. He's got a lot of skill too, Mm -hmm. not the athleticism or experience though. Yeah, not not the defense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we both Lakers and four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, both Lakers and four.
1: It's it's sad to say for Heat fans. I I know. Like our predictions have been pretty good too. Right. For the most part. But it's like you gotta be honest
0: right, right in the, the day, right, gotta be objective, right, yes, okay, um, and so we are going to actually do um after every game like a post game wrap up type thing, and mm-hmm. so you guys definitely be on the lookout for that, mm-hmm. um that yeah, the final starts tomorrow, Wednesday night, nine o'clock. Van Gundy, Breen, and Jackson on the call. So, we're looking forward to that. So excited to win by 40. (laughs) But before we get out of here, you know what we got to do, right? Oh, What's our favorite segment? Yeah or nah. (laughs) Yeah or nah. All right. So, I'm going to make these up on the fly because we didn't write anything down. Yeah. All right. First, yeah or nah. Someone other than LeBron James will win the finals MVP? It has to be Anthony Davis. It, well, it has but ho- to. But hold on. No, that's not the question. Someone other than LeBron James will win the MVP, yeah or no. Nah. The finals MVP? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Uh, Nah, it's got to be LeBron. It's got to be LeBron. You think it's LeBron 100%? Not 100%. I actually think it's like 100%. Okay. I'm saying nah, 100% Um, because people started chirping about that midway through the Nuggets series. Oh, what if AD is the best player in the court and all this? And then LeBron came out and was like, dun, 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 nah. Um, So, yeah, I think he knows the history behind this. Uh You know, like you said, he's chasing ghosts, chasing MJ. He knows that, I don't want to say it would hurt his legacy if if he didn't get the finals MVP, but... He knows he you got to. He knows he knows what has to be done and he's going to do it. In my opinion, it's 100%. Okay. Okay. Yeah or no? Andre Iguodala has success against LeBron again in the playoffs. Nah. He,
1: he <laughs> he's a little too old. <laughs> a little too old, right? Yeah, uh, you know, his legs, He... I always call him the snapping turtle. You know, oh that's what his gosh. legs are actually going to look like against LeBron. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If they try to put him on him, if, if, you put, if you put Iguodala on LeBron, then that's when we want to get him the ball in the backcourt mm-hmm. and let him go.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then for the final year or no. Wait, wait. You didn't answer. I didn't? No. No. Nah. Not at uh, all. Not at all. Yeah. Like you said, Iggy's a little too old. And I love Andre Iguodala. Um, great player. Um, yeah, just a, a all-around consummate professional. But nah, I think he's a little bit too old. His hair's even worse than LeBron's. Oh, see, you didn't have to do that. That's because he's not worried about getting it cut. He got the same ball spot in the back. He's just the front. He needs to let that go. I don't know what he's thinking with that. Yeah. But I think he's just to a point, he's like, I'm really rich, and I'm a vet in this game, so I just I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Okay, final question. Yeah or no? We see a vintage performance from Raijan, one of my favorite players, Rondo. In like a game,
1: a series. Yeah, in the in a
0: game. What's a vintage performance from Rondo? I don't like you. You see Rondo, and it makes you. You see him playing. You, he makes you jump up. Like the other night, he had a great play. He like crossed it over, or he went behind his back, threw a perfect loop to Anthony Davis, and it was just beautiful. When we both jumped up. Like, dang, that was crazy. Like twenty-five and fifteen. Ooh, I don't know about that. How about, how about 20 and 10? 20 and 10. 20 and 10. 20 Wait, points, what, 10 assists. What about 20, 10 and 10? Ooh, okay. He, yeah. You think you uh, can do that? I mean, because Rondo does have some incredible numbers in the playoffs. Like, he's yeah. had some games where he just went way off. Yeah. Like, he went, like, what do y'all young folks say? He went crazy. Yeah. He went crazy before in the playoffs with Boston. Mm-hmm. But yeah or no, vintage performance from Rajon Rondo in at least one game. <laughs> uh, nah nah,
1: nah? I, I gotta be honest like, i gotta be honest i think- uh it's just gonna be lebron a d i i think Rondo's gonna play more of his role mm-hmm. if he can do that go ahead right but nah i i i mean like i i really want to have belief belief in Rondo and you know I, like, I do to some extent, mm-hmm. but it's like, at the same time, the odds of that happening a little more slim than...
0: Okay. Okay. I sense your hesitation. I, I can I can understand that, but yeah. I'm going to go with yeah, because I love playoff Rondo, and I love the fact that he just plays so hard, yeah. and that he's just a passing savant. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't get enough credit for the amount of hot dimes that he drops. Like, people talk about his jump shot or lack of jump shot. He is an elite passer, Uh elite passer. And like I said, he's put up some of the more memorable uh, playoff numbers before playoff games when he was with Boston. So I'm going to say, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going with. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Wait. Hold on. Two dollars in a year for me.
1: Wait. What about? What about one more? Okay. Are we gonna talk about like free agency or trades in a future episode? Yeah.
0: Of course. Of course. If, but not right now. This is all about battle of the beaches: Miami versus LA.
1: Is it cool? if We like maybe like ask like ask a yeah or no nah question twice.
0: Okay. Like okay.
1: Yeah or nah. Giannis leaves the Bucks. Oh, come on, man. Hey, man. Uh, people have been talking about it for like a couple like two years now.
0: Um I'm gonna say yeah. yeah wow. I'm gonna say yeah. Because I just don't think that Milwaukee will get any more like they won't get anyone to come there in free agency. And mm-hmm. teams don't really build through the draft like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and Giannis, he just he needs a lot of he needs a lot of help, true, but he needs a lot a lot of help more so because he needs a lot of work. Yeah, right? he needs guidance. He needs some, some type of guidance. And similar to LeBron and going to Miami and learning how to win, mm-hmm. I can see that happening with Giannis. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. What do you say?
1: I'm going to go with yeah. I think Giannis really just, he, he I think he knows is really the right move. You know, it's almost like a LeBron and Cleveland type situation, like you said. Okay. So, you know, he needs to get some guidance, you know, from maybe like an old head or something. From an old head. Yeah. I'd
0: love to see him work with Phil Handy. Phil right, Handy. Right, from the Lakers, who low-key is winning, like stacking up championships, being on coaching staffs. Yo. He got the last one with Toronto. He's about to get one to LA. L.A. So. Yo, wait, huh.
1: You know, people have been talking about like Damian Lillard. Like, there's been a lot of like thumbnails of him and YouTube videos, like on the Lakers.
0: No, I have not seen that. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. Not seen that. Yeah, so. We're I, getting way off topic right yeah, now. Yeah, we are. We're getting way
1: off topic right now. Yeah, but, Giannis, yeah, he'll leave. Yeah. People say he'll go, he'll go to Golden State. Though. Oh, my
0: good. Look, maybe that happened. And you, you said earlier that'd be the right move. I don't even know if that'd be the right move. I just think that, that that's probably going to happen. But we're talking about the finals. We can talk about that another time, right? Uh, oh All yeah. that speculation and everything. Curry, right? Clay, Wiggins, Giannis, James Wiseman. Yeah, that, that could be kind of vicious. Yeah. Um. But anyways, Lakers in four, that's what we're going with. Yeah. I picked the Lakers from the beginning of the, the year. Um. Mm-hmm. Also, back to Rondo, I heard a podcast he did with Jamel Hill, and he was saying, this team, they, they got that that it. Like yeah. the same thing we had in two thousand eight with Boston, they we got that it. That's what he was saying. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, you got LeBron and AD two phenomenal players, and then um, I'm sad to say, it, but when Kobe passed, I said, "Oh man, the Lakers really got something extra they're playing for right now." Yeah. So, yeah, Lakers are four. LeBron uh-huh. wins the his fourth title. He wins Finals MVP. Uh-huh. Adds to the legacy of his greatness. Uh-huh. So yeah, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and close us out then?
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Hoop with Sean and Sean podcast, episode twenty eight. I know we're very far into this. We are
0: battle of the beaches. You guys see that? Yeah, b- yeah <laughs> battle
1: of the beaches. <laughs> yeah, it, it's almost kind of hard for me to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, again, thank you guys for listening to another episode, and um, make sure that you. Rate us five stars as always. Um, write a comment. You know, let us know what you think. If you have any suggestions or anything, or think you can, or think there's something we could do better, and we are on all podcast platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. And uh, from our family to yours, peace. Peace.